0: Come on this journey with me. Each week when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. That's no I'm ready for my close-up. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so grateful you're back here hanging with me again today. Thank you. Okay, so a lot going on. Sadly, I had to start working on my taxes, and I don't know if you're with me on this, but It is no bueno, not a lot of fun working on 2020 taxes. Oh my gosh. However, it forced me to look at, you know, the interesting thing when you become an entrepreneur, let me give you contrast first. Back in corporate America, it was a W-2. It's one, you know, one and done. That was all I did was work for that company. That was my one single stream of revenue, which is not good, right? That was not good. However, it is what it is. That's all I knew back then, And it was pretty easy to do my taxes every year. Now, oh my gosh, it is not so easy. It is a little tricky. So there's so many different revenue streams now. There's, you know, you have to look at the podcast. You have to look at speaking engagements. You have to look at now when the pandemic hit, coaching, group coaching. Now I'm developing products that will haven't launched yet, but we will be launching soon. So hold tight. That's going to be coming. My book, my video course, you know, there's all of these different things that you can say, oh my gosh, there's so many streams and you have to manage them all. And I have these W9s from all over the place. And it's a lot. It's Here's what it forced me to, to do is it forced me to look at that year right in this finite moment when I have all these W9s all over my table and say, you know, Obviously, 2020 was a shit year and a beyond challenging year, and my son and I were on quarantine and virtual school, and you know everything was shut down for basically a year, almost a year, uh, nine months, whatever it was. So knowing that, we have to cut ourselves some slack and some grace, but still- When I look at the net-net financially of the year, now that I'm looking at the taxes, I'm saying, wow, did I work way too hard for too little money? And that clarity just hit me over the head as I am sitting at the table in front of all these W-9s. You know, I worked harder than ever. I mean, I've always worked super hard, so I'm not going to, you know, I've got to keep it real. But I definitely worked nights, weekends like a maniac. And, of course, I am super proud of, you know, I wrote my book during this time. I landed my agent during this time. I landed HarperCollins' leadership deal during this time. Like, some big things happened. And I'm super proud of them. I landed my second TEDx talk. You know, so there was a lot of things that happened. But when I look at the net net on revenue, it's not enough. Like this is a no way. So then you have to start asking yourself, okay, where is our time best spent? And for me, because the speaking business disappeared overnight in 2020, I had to reinvent myself. And so I launched the coaching business. And here's what I'm crystal clear on right now. I charged way too little coming out of the gates because I didn't know what the market standards were. I didn't have the intel and the information. Since then, I've met with so many people that do this for a living. And, you know, I've signed some big deals where I've coached people getting paid what, you know, I should be getting paid. So it was a learning curve, like a nine-month learning curve that sucks, right? When you start out as a beginner in anything, you're going to make mistakes. And you're just going to have to pick yourself up and pivot from it and move on. And it can be very hard and costly, very costly when I look back at this year and just the amount of output and the amount of lives that I changed. You know, mic drop moment. I have the most amazing testimonials from my coaching clients that I worked with in the last year. And I am so proud to say I completely changed people's lives. It's crazy. And what a meaningful experience for me to read those testimonials and look back at the, you know, the letters that people have sent me and actually reminded of that. I do a Friday group coaching program. If you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. Link will be in the show notes. You should totally sign up for March. It's amazing. Not only does it build this really tight community of people holding you accountable and pushing you to the next level, it forces you to up-level your game, step into fear, you know, achieve the goals, take action towards the goals. But there's this community that, you know, I do a lot of teaching, whether I'm teaching on sales or on personal branding or on speaking or on your elevator pitch or marketing or, you know, we cover lots of topics to make sure that the group benefits exponentially, However, one of the really interesting things is the relationships that I see people forging and the support they give one another. And this past Friday, we're always talking about business, revenue, growing teams, growing business, you know, moving into your goals, taking action, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. It was so weird. Friday, we've never had this happen before. One of the women on my team opened up the mic with she was having problems in her marriage. And, wow, it was – we've never done that. I've never had that happen in any of my group coaching programs. When I do one-on-one coaching, I've had that happen before where people share some more personal things, but I've never seen it at the group level. And it just started this flood of support and sharing personal experiences and letting this woman know she wasn't alone and letting her know to trust her instinct and intuition and to not – be afraid of what could come because all of these other women on the call showed up and shared their personal experiences around it. It was crazy. It was so, my gosh, I started crying. I couldn't believe how beautiful it was. Of course I did. And then somehow it turned to me in that one of the women on my team started talking about my first book, Confidence Creator. If you have not read it yet, you have got to read it. The book is so amazing. And this woman had read my book and she said, Heather, I just want to share something I've never told you. She said, you know, she didn't know me when she read my book. She said, I read your book before I knew you. However, you come across crystal clear in the book as, you know, I know you. Once I've read your book, I know you, which is for sure, you know, I wrote that book. And if you read the book, you know me. And so she said it was so crazy. She said, because I wasn't maybe even halfway done. And I started noticing anytime you talked about your fiance, my then fiance, we split up, gosh, a year and a half ago now. And she said, anytime you talk about your then fiance, she said the energy on the page and the energy from you was entirely different. She said, I knew you weren't going to stay with him. And I thought that was so eye opening to me because, well, first of all, I need to go back and read those chapters now. But this is kind of crazy. And this is such moment for self-reflection and self-awareness, right? I'm not saying you should always listen to everyone around you. However, when you're surrounded by people that know you, support you, are a champion of yours, and they point things out, it makes sense to pay attention to it. So I remember years ago, because my ex-fiance and I were on and off for, gosh, almost nine years, crazy. Um, What's up, decade? Anyhow, so when you look back at these times, I remember, this is so crazy, when she said this to me, it hit me over the head. I had been at a restaurant with him and ran into a good friend and said hello, whatnot, pre-pandemic, obviously. And then fast forward the next day, I was at workout with my good friend, who happens to be a guy, married guy, super nice guy. And he said, hey, I just wanted to point something out. Your energy was totally off yesterday. That's the first time I've ever seen you with your fiance. But I got to tell you, it it wasn't right. It wasn't you. You know, it hit me in that moment. And I reflected on it. But then I got busy and I kept moving, which is definitely one of my weaknesses or coping mechanisms when I don't want to deal with something. But it was super interesting that here we are a few years later and someone who's only known me for a few months pointed it out to me and that person said she knew it before she even met me just from my book. So I guess for me, what it's making me do is kind of reflect on what are those comments or those moments in life where someone brings something up and I get the chance to reflect and be self-aware, you know. Maybe you choose to take action against that comment or moment of reflection or not. That's entirely up to you. But for me, it really got me to reflect back. And then, you know, typically if we're making one mistake, we're making many mistakes around that arena or concept. So for this, that I wasn't acknowledging that people were pointing out to me that my energy was different when I was with my fiance. That doesn't mean that my ex-fiance is bad. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying people were observing something was not right. People who cared about me, who were champions for me. And I dismissed it. And so it it's interesting now to think about where else could that be, you know, appearing. So I'm really going to try to pay attention to that more than ever now that I had this really big moment with one of my coaching clients on Friday, sharing that insight with me. It was really, really powerful. And Clearly, there's something there. So, I'm going to pay attention to myself more. I'm asking you to pay attention to self reflect and be self aware and not be so dismissive of things because it can be easy to do that. So, to all that end, I, as you know, I was appointed to the board of directors for a company that I'm working with now. It's the first time I've been on a publicly traded board. And so, there's so much going on with this company, and they happen to be in Naples, I'm in Miami. But we still are in a pandemic. My son's on virtual school. So I haven't been going over there. All of our meetings have been via Zoom. And we have two huge events coming up. One is a Netflix documentary. And the other is a huge speaking event, a one-day full kind of like a TEDx event for the company with all these people flying in from all over. And so it's interesting because it's a pandemic again. So I don't know that I'm, you know, dying to go hang around with a bunch of people in a closed area. However, this event will be run, you know, very carefully and, and respect all guidelines and whatnot. So I got a call from our CFO last week and he said, we really need your help. You know, I don't know how to put it into any plainer words that like we need you over here. This these two things are massive. And we're just we're drowning and this has to go off flawlessly. And we want you, you know, at the events and we want you on the in the documentary. And so I'm listening to him. And it was sort of one of those personal reflection moments because when you take a job, I took the position as, you know, on the board of directors, but there wasn't any expectation around, you know, working for the events, working for the documentary, whatever. So of course I I put it out there. I said, listen, I understand that you have needs right now. And obviously, I'm 100% behind this company and you as being a member of the on the board of directors. However, this was never expressed to me on the front end, right? There was no expectation that I would be, you know, going over to headquarters all the time, right? My son is in school here. I am working here. I have a huge speaking engagement this week. You know, I've got a lot of things going on. So we need a little clarity here. If you're asking to hire me, then I need to come up with what, you know, what specifically does this look like? So I said, tell me what the scope of work is that you're asking me to take on. Basically, here's what it came down to was for three weeks starting right now today, they wanted me to move over to Naples with my son, bring my son with me. So he'd be doing school remotely over there, live in a hotel for three weeks while well, i basically oversaw both of the operations the documentary and the the tedx speaking event and so i started laughing i said you know Number one, I teach at Harvard every Monday and my Mondays are completely wiped out. So I'm out already for the Mondays. Then I've got this big speaking engagement for Molson Coors this week. Then next week, I've got another speaking. Like I've got things on the books right now that I can't just erase and drop. So I would have to bounce in and bounce out. This is not going to be seamless, right? I'm not just sitting on the sidelines waiting for you to call me. I said, so let's go through the days that I could actually do it. So we went through, and it was about half the amount of days that I could find a way to move things around and be there to support them. I said, but here's the thing: even if I do this right, this is gonna be an incredible headache for me, for my son. We're gonna have to live in and out of a hotel driving back and forth from Miami to Naples. I said, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just be fair with you and up front. This probably isn't worth it to me, but because I believe in the company and I want to support you guys. I'm going to tell you a number and um, get ready because it's big. And I threw out this huge number because I just really thought to myself, is it, I, I don't, gosh, this is going to be a headache, right? And it was a really screwing up in my schedule that's already set for the next couple of weeks. And so it, this was the greatest response that the CFO said to me. He said, Heather, I am not saying for one second you aren't worth that. However, we can't afford to pay it. And that was a great epiphany moment you know you're constantly wondering when you go to market on pricing and you know the marketplace is always going to give you the feedback and you're going to learn and be able to pivot and adjust but i really didn't want to make that level of commitment i still have to go over there for the events i still have to be involved with the documentary i still we have our board meeting so i'm going to be going over there anyhow but the level to which they wanted me to take that on was going to just be so massive so in the end, I was super grateful that he did reflect and and see the value that I brought to the table and agree that the price that I I had nailed down for him was fair, but it just didn't fit their budget. And then, in such a crazy world, I reached out to one of my old employees from my radio business and said, Hey, I need someone who could come on and board and take on the scope of work. And he found me someone. So we they were able to find someone local, uh, someone younger that wouldn't charge as much, that didn't have to move with a child to, to make it happen. So it all worked out in the end. I was so glad that we were able to find a solution. But I was also really proud of myself just to say, you know what, whether or not you think this number is fair, this is what I'm worth. And then to hear back, no, you're right. You are worth that. It's just, we can't afford it. So it was one of those great moments to see, yeah, the marketplace will give you the feedback. So as I'm sitting here today in front of all these W-9s, that's my new mantra. I am just charging more because last year I worked way too hard for far too little. And I know that if you did too, it's time to up the bar and start getting paid what you are worth. Who's with me? All right, super excited for my next guest. I can't wait for you to meet her. Hold tight, we're gonna be right back. Meet a different guest each week. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so excited for you to meet Natasha Grano. She is the nation's number one female mindset coach and thought leader to the new generation. She's been named the number one female motivational speaker under 40 in the world. That is massive. Natasha's journey began as a global influencer with millions of followers on social media. Natasha's knowledge gained over 100 million views, making her one of the most respected names in her field online internationally. Drawing on her experiences, Natasha shows you how to use your network to create your net worth and elevate yourself and your business to the highest level. Natasha is on a mission to mentor, empower and draw the full potential out of every person with the promise that positivity, proactiveness and heartfelt passion is whatever it is you're doing is a sure way to get the best out of your life. Natasha, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much
1: for having me. I am so excited to be here and meet everybody so thank you for having me on I feel like I am biased because you and I are like new friends and you know I think (laughs) I know this is just such an amazing place to be right now
0: (laughs) oh my gosh so we were just saying offline we both spoke at a virtual conference a few weeks ago and as soon as we connected I just knew right away I'm like this is my people I love your energy I love your story I love what you're all about and I'm so it's so you're across the pond over in London, but I feel like you're super close with me and I'm so excited we finally got to connect.
1: I am so excited. It's so nice. It's just amazing because we've got this ability to connect on the other side of the world, 3000 miles away, but it feels like we're just right
0: there, which is so good. So It, it is so good. But To the point of energy and Natasha, I have to let you know, my background was in corporate America and the idea of energy was very foreign to me. I didn't, I thought people were on drugs that would talk like that. Truly. I had no idea. I thought it was like woo woo, you know, 70s stuff. Mm -hmm. And so now... I am such a believer in energy. I'm so learning all about manifesting and all these things that you're already an expert in. And it's just so mind boggling to me that so many people out there in the world, I would imagine the majority of people in the world are still novices to what you've really become an expert in.
1: Yeah, I have to say until you are welcomed and introduced and you find this side of life and what really exists below this stuff and the real stuff it's that you know you're a novice to it You, you you don't know what it is it's alien in fact and once you introduce people to it and that's the key is how you introduce people to it all of a sudden they they are awoken they're suddenly awake and their life changes but for most people it's Goo Goo Gaga. And like, no, you know, I don't, I don't want to know the amount of, you know, men that I, I've across my my time, I've been married, and any partner I had before that, these dudes just were so not into this stuff. And it would be like, you know, oh, she's literally just talking to her friends in the other room, you know, and that was just quite a big group of friends. But they would you know, they would put it down until something happens to them. And I find people always find faith. When something traumatic happens in their life or they find they need something else because something they're doing hasn't been working or everything they've been doing hasn't been working. And that's when they turn to something bigger than them. They turn to something that can heal them, but they didn't know could. And it's about having faith, but faith doesn't mean it has to be religious faith. Faith doesn't have to necessarily be dogmatic or any in any way. It can be simply just something greater than you exists. It's like the God particle. We knew it existed and they found it, you know? So people always turn to it in their time of weakness. But I say, don't wait till something happens. Be grateful today. Be grateful now for what you do have. Because I had... This amazing life five years ago, I, I up until, so I, I've been doing this learning and teaching mindset for 15 years, right? But up until five years ago, oh, I thought I was just having the time of my life. I was married and I was like, you know, work was just for me. It was never for money. It was, you know, it was just a whole different vibe. And then it all came crashing down around me. I found myself in the abusive part of the marriage, I was then divorced, suddenly separated, alone, broke, had no money. My car was taken by my ex-husband. He I, he left me with nothing. I had absolutely nothing. I was left on the floor. And I actually now look at that and, and thank him because if he didn't do that to me, if I wasn't left alone to suffer in silence and bear in mind, I've just given birth to a newborn baby and then I had an illness. Everything just went to shit. And if that hadn't have happened to me, I would not be here today. And I would not have such a strong message to teach the world because I wouldn't have ever known how to teach the world anything because everything had been so perfect in my life. But from this, I wrote my book, The Action Plan, because it's all about actionable steps towards manifesting anything that you want in your life health wealth success happiness love anything because I went through every single one of those things from health lack of wealth lack of everything and I had to learn how to transform my mentality from a lacking one to an abundant one from a sick one to a healthy one and through that I'm so grateful that that suffering happened to me, although it was so traumatic at the time, but I would have been able to be here now to teach people what I have to say.
0: When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular and it is just so easy. All because I use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monahan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. Are you tired of the stress and chaos of live launching? Who isn't, right? But if you've tried going evergreen, you know that's not the solution either. Hello, low conversions. So what's the answer? The circuit sales system is designed to make sales for you every single day while giving your audience all of the excitement of live launching without you ever having to live launch again. What would increasing your current yearly revenue by 40 times look like for you? Okay, nobody's making any income guarantees here, but that's exactly what Nikki did for her business when she developed her circuit sales system. The Circuit Sales System is the automated system that combines the best of both live launching and evergreen with none of the worst. Think high conversions and high predictability without the chaos or risk. Get the free on-demand video training at circuitsalessystem.com confidence. Get the free on-demand video training at circuitsalessystem.com confidence. What are the steps that you take to make such a transform and where do you start?
1: So there's so many places to look. The first place you want to look is inside yourself and go to the seed. So you want to ask, why is this in my movie? Why is this happening to me? So if you're sitting watching here now and you are going through something, whether it, you feel depressed, you feel stuck, you feel like everything's against you, you feel negative, any one of these things, great good i'm i'm happy because now we can move on once you acknowledge you're in this situation now we can move on so you want to look at this and say why is this happening to me so it's happening for a reason so you want to start to go deeper and then we go to the seed the root level of the problem and there is where we make the correction if you correct it from the root from the seed level then the rest of it in your own reality will flow. You're just out of alignment when you're suffering. Pain is just telling you that you're going in the wrong direction. Pain is just a big red flag saying you are going in the wrong direction, whether that's physical, mental, financial, emotional pain, any one of those, it means you're going in the wrong direction. And so as soon as something happens, to you just ask that first question, why is this happening to me? Now, the best thing to do is actually sit alone and you can meditate. Again, meditation is something between you and yourself, and it's breathing. It's just being calm in the moment. You're going to sit and just ask the same question over and over. Why is this? And then you say the thing happening to me. Why is this happening to me? And then rest, be calm in that moment. And then the answer will start to appear. And what you're aiming to do is just find out why this is going on but not react to it so you don't have an instant reaction of anger of frustration of screaming and in, in whatever it is that you want to do you you just work out what's going on once you've worked out what's going on you can then Make a good step towards overcoming this problem. Then you move it and you focus on the outcome. You focus on the outcome of where you want to be to get over this problem. And you don't focus on this part. You focus on the outcome. And then there's that, you know, a heap of tools which you can do there. So I created something called the MBS method, which uh, many of you may know, it's been taught now to over 1.5 million people. It's it, the MBS method means meditational behavioral synchronicity, your transformation to a greater life. And, you know, you've done one of my, you've, you've been there, you know, one of my my live sessions where this really is a breakthrough exercise. And there are so many parts that go into MBS and the main one is it brings together meditation, breathing exercises, reprogramming of the subconscious mind, mantra, and repetition with anchoring. And when you put all of these together, and that's what I've combined, and these are scientifically proven to improve your health, to improve your immunity, to help you with your focus, to help you, enabling you with more effective thought patterns in the brain, removing self-limiting beliefs, creating everlasting positivity, learning how to breathe more effectively. It reduces stress. This is all scientifically proven. It unlocks sustainable energy. It combats tiredness. It helps you overcome fear and anxiety. And these are two of the biggest problems that we all face. And so that's what my, my method does. And that is what I use to overcome my pain. So if someone is going through something, then they want to know how to use this method instantly to overcome what they're going through. And what you'll find is, as I said before, most pain comes down to something that's going on in your life that's not good for you. So it might be you're in a toxic relationship uh, that is coming out on the outside, right? Anger is stored in the liver, so there's different things that are stored in different organs, and then it produces things. So I used to have—you can't really see, but you can see this mad white patching over me. Okay, that is a result. The end you're seeing now, where I used to have a autoimmune disease all over my body, and you know, then it evolved to eczema, and finally it disappeared. But I had to go to the root level, the seed and work out what the problem was, why I have this anger, why I have this pain, why my liver was producing this and why it was coming out externally on my skin. And once you go to that root level, you recognize the problem, you acknowledge it. You then work on it, you work on eradicating it. You can then move forwards into your future.
0: Wow, that is unbelievable. First of all, I didn't know liver held anger and this is super interesting. And I feel like you're bringing it up for a reason. During this pandemic, obviously we're still knee deep in it. You know, I started breaking out in a rash, Natasha, and I've never had problems with my skin in my whole life. I just haven't. I've been very lucky, I guess. And I went to the doctor and I said, what is happening to my skin? And he says, I think you're premenopausal. I'm going to put you on a um, antibiotic. It'll get rid of it. I was on the antibiotic for months. It wouldn't go away. So I went to more of, you know, someone a little bit more in the natural space. And she said, Heather, this is anxiety. This is, you've been under all of this pressure during this time. You know, you're upset, whether it's anxiety, depression, what, who knows what it is. She said, but your skin is showing you there's a problem. And it's so it shining a light on what you're saying right now.
1: This is it. And it's, it comes out in our body and our physical health and on our skin first and foremost. And it is so important to recognize what you're going through. And then you can literally look at your body and feel your organs. And when you take it to an even higher level, you'll be able to lay there and do a body scan. And we do this in one of my MBS methods where you do a body scan of your body and you shut your eyes and you feel where is holding tension. And then you sort of, you can use the energy in your hands like Reiki to almost heal these areas where you feel any kind of pain or something is going on. The best thing I can also say is just avoid doing low frequency activities, right? So I used to suffer from three panic attacks a day at my worst point. I used to have high levels of anxiety because of my illness, the illness that was, it was making my heart rate go out of control. There was nothing I could do. It was so painful. It was so awful. And so this anxiety built and built and built. And all I could do was, that's when I started writing is I'm going to heal myself, you know, and I'm going to help others and et cetera. But What happens when you're in anxiety, it's actually caused because you are not living out your purpose. So I tell people to work on their three P's. This is a great little exercise if anybody wants to write this down. So it's called the three P's exercise and it's plan, purpose and proactive. So what you want to do, the very first thing that you want to do is when you start feeling yourself going off center and you feel yourself, going into why am I upset, I'm angry, I'm feeling anxious. You want to step aside and make a plan, make a plan of action of how you're going to make this mess go away, of how you're going to get a solution to your problem. Then you want to look at, is this going towards your purpose? So, the reason you're feeling anxiety or stress is probably because this thing is the exact polar opposite of your purpose, of what you're here for. Whenever I feel stressed, it is nine times out of 10 because I go, Why is this happening? Why is it happening? Or question after question after question, I go deeper and deeper and deeper because it is something that is completely irrelevant to my purpose on this planet, which is to help people, to spread my message, to get as many people this knowledge as possible possible make it as accessible as possible and when i feel that i am being pulled in this direction away from my purpose oh i feel horrendous recently i have had a few things flop obviously quarantine and you know the pandemic has not helped certain things. And then my son suddenly was not, you know, the schools have shut. So he's suddenly at home. And then we had like a complete, you know, the dynamics are there and you're trying to work and do massive talks and you've got like screaming baby and you just want to be with him. And like, you get it. Are you a mom too?
0: Yes. I'm a, I'm a single mother and my son is (laughs) literally in the next room right now and everything you're describing. And I know we have Parents here listening, working from home with kids virtual from home it is a whole nother level of stress and challenge for everybody. How old's your son? My son's 13. So cute.
1: Okay, so they are just all of them. So mine's four and a half. It doesn't matter. They're all doing the same thing. It's the studying from home and it is just so intense. Because how do they, you know, keep self entertained? So this leads me on to my my point where so when I feel off center, the first P, you go plan. The second one is purpose. Is this something towards your purpose? The answer is basically no, every time. And if it's something that is not helping you towards your purpose, you need to make the plan to set it straight so that you can go back and focus on your purpose. So for me, that was whatever was going on at the time, it was that combined with a few massive problems in my, in my you know, another area of my life that I needed to handle. And so I made a plan and then I said, right, my purpose is here. This isn't going to help it and neither is this. So what I need to do is delegate. I need to find this solution, this solution, this solution. If you don't have the finances to delegate, you can do it in a different way. You can go on you know, Fiverr and get virtual assistants who are you know, super cheap these days. They, they're not necessarily long term, but they'll get the little tasks done that you need in the interim. You just have to take that time. And so you want to make sure your plan is set, your purpose. Are you acting towards your purpose? Then make your plan towards your purpose. So it's strongly every single day you are doing things towards your purpose, assignments that lead you closer to your purpose, because when you feel in alignment with your purpose, you won't feel anxiety. You won't feel shaken off because you're doing things that feel ultimately good and that serve others when you are only serving yourself you can basically just guarantee that at some point you're going to crash. But if you are serving others, if something you are doing, if your work has got charity involved, if your work is helping others, if you're helping solve problems for other people, if you're adding value to people's lives, anything like this, you're going to feel good. And this is your purpose in some way. Maybe you don't know what it is yet, but believe me, if it ticks any one of those boxes, you're in a good start. And the final one is be proactive. You have to take proactive steps towards your purpose and your plan every single day. Be proactive towards your goals, towards what you want to achieve in life. Be proactive, whether it's doing some exercise, losing some weight. If you're making a habit, takes about 21 days to form a small habit, okay? That actually, when you make a new habit, has to be the priority of your day right? It has to be the absolute priority. And that should be a fourth P if we had it, but it should be the priority because every single day you should be focusing on how that fits into your day so that it happens. So if you are saying, I'm going to start exercising, right? I'm terrible at exercising, but now I'm getting better because I do a lot of yoga. I do a lot of the slow, calm stuff, but my cardio, I mean, I used to be a dancer. So I, when I was really young, so I, I should be great at the exercise, but I lost a lot of that. And then, you know, after the illness, I had this high cholesterol thing. So I've got to keep that shit down. So I'm like, I need to work out all the time. So now that's my thing. So I'm I'm on your wave, honey. If anyone is struggling with trying to do exercise, I understand. So what you want to do is just literally schedule in 10 minutes every day that grows to 30. And you schedule it in every day. So when you make your habit, you just schedule in 10 minutes, brushing your teeth. You do that every day, right? Every day, twice a day. Some people three times. But that is a habit that you form. So what's the difference with your new thing? And if I could give you one habit to form today, it would be to do the MBS method or your own version if you want. And if you're here till the end, we might have a goodie for you. But basically, you can do your own version. So meditation in some way will definitely help. If you don't want to do my version, which is a special version, which can help you take it even further than just a meditation. But if you want to do it, embed that into your day, every single day, do your meditation for 10 minutes a day, no different to brushing your teeth. That is your new habit you're forming and do it every single day. So that's being proactive. And these things together will really help align you with what you're here for on this planet. And just shake off that anxiety because you've got something bigger to focus on and you're helping others because of your purpose. You're making a plan, which is helping you and you're being a better person for the rest of
0: the world. CBDistillery.com is giving you an exclusive offer and it's huge right now. You can get up to 30% off everything. If you've struggled with sleep, stress or pain after physical activity, CBDistillery.com that's cbdistillery.com and enter vip at cbdistillery.com not available in idaho iowa and south dakota tasha how long would it take someone to see results if they begin if they if they've never meditated and they begin a, a practice and a discipline of meditating daily if you begin for the first time meditating did you say to see results Yeah, to have something occur so that they know that, okay, I'm on the right path. This is something I need to be doing. So
1: I think it would just take, for some people, it would be the first session. For some people, it would be the very first session. I would say two or three sessions, and you'll start to feel something. now. You are not necessarily going to be enlightened in the first one. You're not necessarily going to be channeling answers or downloading. You know, I, look, the reason we do this is to open up our higher mind faculties to clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, all these amazing tools which we have and we all have access to. We all want to be able to prophesize. We all want to be able to. And when you meditate, they say. When we pray, we talk to God we talk to the higher power. But when we meditate, God or the higher power talks to us. And that's when you can hear your own. And I look, I think we've got the universe inside of us. So I believe that your own voice will talk to you, your higher self will talk to you from meditation just by quieting the mind. When you quiet the mind, you can just hear just peace. It's so nice. And when you're just quiet, you can then ask a question and go in with an intention. And then slowly you'll get. The answer. And as your answer starts to unfold, it might not come in the meditation. For me, and I've been doing this for years, I still don't always get an answer in the meditation. But when I go about my day or the next day or that night, the answers get revealed. Opportunities, people, events start to occur that guide me towards my question. It's so obvious that it's for that question. I'm like, I need to um, get a new book deal. I need. Who should I, who should I go to? The very next day, I got an email from the publisher saying, by fluke, you know, we want you to prom- promote a book. And I said, brilliant. And I've got an idea for you. Boom, the deal's done. This is how it happens when you're in alignment with the universe and with yourself and what you're here for.
0: When someone feels stuck, I mean, that sounds so magical, right? But I just know so many people, they're feeling stuck. They're so busy. They're so stressed. What's some of the advice that you can give someone that's saying, that sounds great, but I'm just stuck? Okay, so
1: if you're stuck, then ultimately what you want to do is, is you want to learn to create a sustained positive path, higher levels of focus, a way to get out of feeling stuck. And you want to see an outcome that you can achieve which means you're no longer stuck in the moment. So you want to see a complete change, right? You just want to get out. So you want to feel more connected and able to attract the things you want. But feeling stuck ain't gonna help. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to, again, acknowledge what's going on. So you acknowledge that you've you've built you're stuck in a situation. That's okay. That's the that's so good. The fact that you are actually sitting there going okay, you know what? I'm so stuck in this. Maybe you want to cry about it. I cry all the time. We realize something is not going right. And that's fine. But now we're going to learn to clear that Okay, so we can expand our vessel and allow the good stuff to come in. That could simply be, so here's a a tool if you feel stuck. You need to transcend the negative energy to positive energy. And so you want to transcend it straight away. So stop doing low frequency stuff. Stop doing the things that are making you feel stuck. So if you're feeling stuck in a relationship, it's because you're with a toxic person. Maybe you're stuck in it financially, Okay, I was there. That's how I ended up getting married. I was completely screwed. I was stuck financially. I was like, I have nothing, and I've got a newborn baby. How can I get out of this? So I feel your pain if that's what it is, or maybe you're nervous to leave. But wherever you're stuck, or maybe you're stuck in the job because you you, you need the money, but you've got this amazing side hustle that you really want to do and you love it, and you just want to go and take that step, but you feel stuck. That's okay, because you're gonna get there. Every single day, you're gonna take steps towards it. Do three hours a day on your side hustle, that is more than 1,000 hours a year. Honey, that side hustle is a main business now. If you have done more than 1,000 hours, that is has now become a main business just from three hours every single night. That's it. So to get out of feeling stuck, you have to recognize, first of all, what's going on. Then transcend the negative energy to positive by stopping doing any low frequency stuff that is not taking steps towards that goal. For example, if you are doing things and hanging out with people, if you're doing anything that is not making you feel elevated and good, or if they make you feel not good, those are not Alexia's. Those are not expanders. Those are not people who make you feel good enough or the the situation is just not worth your time. Get rid of it. Eradicate it. Stop doing that stuff reconnect and do the higher frequency activities, the stuff which elevate your vibe, you don't feel stuck anymore, which elevate you so that you feel amazing all the time. That could be doing yoga. That could be spending time with your kids. That could be going for a walk in nature. That could be helping someone else. That could be doing a donation. Anything that makes you feel good, doing things more on your side hustle, whatever it might be, this is where you need to focus. And then your energy will shift from negative to positive so fast. You never just want to sit in the moment and just go, oh, my God, I'm stuck. Like, what do I do now? You're going to have that moment. But you don't want to stay there. You never want to stay there. You do not want to go through the feeling of it because feeling is Everything. If you are feeling stuck in a situation and you indulge that feeling too long, you're just going to attract more stuckness, more stuckness and more stuckness to you. Forget it. Cut, cut that cord. Never indulge feelings of something you don't want to happen or something that you don't like because you will just attract it to you. Positivity and negativity have the same strength either way. So if you are focusing on something that is so crap and you feel really stuck and you are just financially screwed if this doesn't happen or like, how are you going to pay that next bill? This is all the stuff not to focus on. You have to play a game with yourself. And look, if it hasn't worked your way right now, whoever's watching right now, and you're thinking, oh my God, you know, I I can't pay my bill and I've been doing it logically until now and you know, well, what have you got to lose trying it another way? Try it from another perspective, but your actions must match your feeling. So if you are gonna play this game, you're gonna play a little game with yourself, you're feeling nervous about something financial, you want to leave your job, you feel stuck, you want to leave that toxic relationship, whatever it is that you want to get out of, you have to take yourself, stop doing the low-frequency tasks, that's taking the action, stop doing anything that is just negativity around you, step into the place of the higher frequency, the things that are attracting positivity into your life, and then you focus your energy on everything good, and you pretend for a bit every day. Every time a bill comes in, literally, I love doing this. When it comes in, I'm like, thank you for your services. Like, thank you so much for your services to me. Instead of me paying the electricity bill, whatever it is, I'm like, thank you that you've provided electricity so I could have lighting and laptops and blah, 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 to be able to serve people. Thank you for that. Be grateful for Everything, even the negativity that happens. Thank you that this person is so annoying in my life because I feel so empowered knowing who I am, what I'm worthy of, what I'm going to be, who I'm going to be and how I don't need this person. And how here's the steps I'm going to take to get away from it or the job, start building on your side hustle, on your business so strong and just keep going, taking actionable steps every single day towards it. Feeling abundant if you act from an abundant place, and I'm going off once so I'm gonna stop in a second. But if you act from a place of abundance, you will attract abundance. But if you're constantly in a needing mentality, a wanting mentality, oh, I want this, I really, really need this. You will only attract that back to you because you are putting distance between you and the thing, and the universe is seeing only this: the wanting and the needing. So you have to act like it's already yours feel it, feel good about it, feel unstuck, the complete reverse of whatever
0: you're feeling. You have to just play a game with yourself. It makes such good sense, right? I am definitely someone who's in the throes of it, right? And I can, in my mind, you know, see and visualize and focus on the outcome and and, and stepping away from the things that don't serve me and moving towards the higher frequency. I'm nailing all that. However, Natasha, when you just explain, it's the actual feeling it just takes me back to, I remember when I started my own company and while I was excited and focused on the company's going to be successful and amazing inside, I was constantly feeling scared. And what if it fails? And what if I have to go back to corporate America? And what if this doesn't work out? So it's like this push and pull constantly where you're struggling with yourself. That has been the most challenging thing for me is to really let go of that fear and instead just embrace positivity and success and feeling that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there are realities that will happen around us. I think that's one thing to remember is that, you know, you have got a a real reality around you of what's going on, but you can control your thoughts, your feelings and your fears. You can control these things. You can't control anything else that happens around. There's nothing you can control here, but you can control here. We can never control what somebody does to us. We can never control what somebody says to us. We can never control, uh, you know, if the company is going to go super viral, super quick, but we can control trying to help it go viral super quick. We can control a lot of things. And those are the things to focus on is not allowing yourself to have the negative mindset, always having a positive, abundant, successful mindset and focusing on taking steps towards your goal. You have to do that. I think the feeling is a big part. You know, My equation that many people know, and uh, it will help anyone watching is if you want to attract something, these are the parts that you want to have, okay? So you want to have a strong, good feeling towards the thing you want, plus visualization. You want to be visualizing it as though it's yours, as though it already exists in your life. Put vision boards up around your house, put up images and mood boards even on your phone, everywhere of just what it looks like with that amazing business in your life, with that huge success, with that amazing partner you want to be with, with that gorgeous baby in your arms you want to have, whatever it might be. And then the next part is plus self-belief okay and that is a strong part of it self-belief is a reflection of what we see on our outer reality our innermost, deep reality is a reflection of what we see on our outer reality okay and that really means if we don't believe we deserve it somewhere deep down that's what my MBS method works on people have no idea why they're not attracting stuff they just don't realize that they have really bad blockages because of this limiting self-belief they have inside of them which is stopping them from attracting the things they want because it's keeps saying you're not worthy you know you're not you're not going to make it you're going to have to go back into corporate you're going to have to go and they don't realize there is something there so every day you just have to work on erasing that i do a forgiveness meditation almost every single night just to forgive myself and others in case i haven't yet And there's always somebody that you have to think of and you go, God, I didn't even, you know, I've been doing this every day for years and I still do it. I've written the most amazing, you get it in my uh, mini program, the most amazing forgiveness meditation. Okay. So the fourth part, so you've got a good feeling towards what you want. This is how to attract what you want. A good feeling towards what you want. Visualization, self-belief. And the final one is actionable steps. You take actionable steps towards your goal. And so you put all these four pieces into the puzzle and then equals
0: your goals manifested. Wow, that is so incredibly powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, I know that we talked a little bit about something special that we were going to put together for everyone in regards to your MBS program. Can you share with them what we're going to do?
1: Absolutely. So you guys can, if you'd like, if you've enjoyed a little bit about me describing what the MBS method is, you can take home with you today, a free mini program. And the gorgeous Heather is going to give you a link to it. So you can just click completely free. It's my gift to you. I just want to make this method accessible to everyone. And so it's now gained over a hundred million views and the method itself brings together the the disciplines of time tested meditation, effective breathing exercise integration, and the reframing of the subconscious mind through anchoring repetition, accessing altered states of consciousness. And together, when these things go together and you do this free program that you're about to do, you will see powerful results. It will be the start of your journey, seeing a sustainable, positive mindset as well with the ability to manifest the things that you want into your life. So to anybody that is wanting to change their reality right now, and maybe you do feel stuck and you feel that things just aren't going your way. Well, that's not normal. You don't need to settle for that. So hit that link so you can download this free program, do it all in your own time. It's on demand. It's super quick and easy to do. You just listen and you just watch and it's all there. And I've got my live MBS method exercise in there, which Heather did. And, you know, it's, I do them all the time, but this is just for you guys to be able to download something and go away today feeling good about yourself and take some actionable steps towards it. And that is your first actionable
0: step, downloading the mini program. So yeah, hope you enjoy. Oh my gosh. And like you said, I was able to do that live with you. And I want everyone to know, there is no downside to this. This is nothing that can hurt you. You know, when people hear about something new, oftentimes fear comes up for people. Oh, what if someone's trying to mind control me? What, you know, this sounds crazy. I did this program live and it was so incredibly relaxing, calming. So if nothing else, you know, if you're still thinking, I don't know that this is right for me, it's just going to help to calm and center you in a very, positive way on the smallest level that that's the that's the smallest thing that could happen and like you said Natasha you could break through self-limiting beliefs you could learn you know to really become disciplined with this program and really advance your life that's the upside of what can happen for anyone absolutely i mean look in today's world nobody has
1: time to be doing years of practicing as well they just want instant results and knowledge and that is exactly what this is and this is your first step towards it so you're gonna love it enjoy go and get that belief ready that you are gonna get rid of that nasty little belief that is inside
0: of you that's stopping you from manifesting your future this we're gonna get rid of it with (laughs) Natasha, I'm going to do it again because I don't even know if you remembered. I was on a chat thread with a team that was managing the conference we were speaking at and they were messaging me. I was out cold while you were doing this meditation. You know, I was all in and I didn't see the messages. I mean, my phone was vibrating. I didn't notice. That's how powerful the MBS program is. And it really, I was almost shocked and they were taking pictures of me. I was out cold and everyone could see me on the zoom, but I didn't care because I was completely unaware and immersed in that meditation. And for me, as someone who's a novice, you know, in meditation, I I haven't, I don't have years of practice in it. It was a really powerful moment to come to and then say, wow, I didn't even notice my phone. And if that's something that we can do every day is to just separate from the phone to, to get centered in something positive and breathing, that's a miracle in and of itself. Absolutely. I agree. I'm so happy you enjoyed it so much. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, I I just hope,
1: you know, you, you guys watching and your audience, I hope everybody enjoys it. Let me know. I want to hear your success stories afterwards. I do also host the most amazing weekly MBS live community sessions, and they are just mind blowing. You sit every week on zoom that's the main thing even after the pandemic they're still on zoom they always have been online because we have people from all over the world you sit together and we do it live and there is a theme each month so you've got this month is attracting abundance in every area of your life and it is just so wonderful because people come in there and they're like you're not even going to believe this. I'm like, what? They're like, we're around two. They're like, I just got the car I want. I just got the job I want. I'm engaged. I'm like, woo, <sighs> it's so good. So this, this stuff works, but it's scientifically proven. I'm not making up some random effect of what meditation and breathing does. I just put it all together in a sequence, in a way that has profound effects. Where can
0: everyone find the live trainings? The live training. So when they do
1: the free program that you have, underneath it there's just a link where you can sign up to the live program and that is just wonderful because you get loads with that as well that's my mindset elevation monthly program in that you get, and once you've done the mini program, the link is right there under every video. You can just tap it at any point during the video. And you basically get more MBS videos sent to you, self-development videos. You get money off my next course. There's so many goodies in it. It's, it's so fun. But I would say just go for the free program first and, and see it for yourself. And then
0: if you enjoy it, come join us at the live sessions. Well, I can tell you, I will be there with you, Natasha. Natasha, we love you, your positive energy and your teachings and the great work you're doing. Thank you so much for being here and for all that you do.
1: Ah, thank you, Heather. Thank you, guys.
0: Peace. Thank you. Okay, we'll be right back. I hope that you enjoyed meeting Natasha as much as I enjoyed hanging around with her. She's someone who I did a speaking engagement with a few months ago. We hit it off and she's just been so supportive of me. And obviously she's got millions of followers on social media and she's got a huge presence. And even though she's in a completely different times zone than me, she shows up for all of my clubhouse events to support me and help me. And she's just been a great friend. So I I really hope that you enjoyed meeting her and, and her energy and her amazingness came through to you okay so today for a question I want to share actually one a question that a friend of mine asked me a a very good friend of mine just recently got fired and it is so hard when you unexpectedly get fired which as you know I kind of have some experience with and it's it's like a punch in the gut you're just shocked well this woman had another woman similar to mine a situation where this woman just saw her as a threat, hated her, and tried really hard to get her fired. And in the end, she was able to pull it off and get her fired. So, you know, my friend has is responsible for bills and kids. And, you know, it's scary and it's super hard. And it's never happened to her before. And so of course I went right to be with her and support her because I've been through it and I want to encourage her and tell her she's not alone and it's super scary. And she said, okay, but can I please just start attacking the woman? I want to go at this woman and call her out. And it's so natural to feel that way. However, I did learn something and I felt like that too, you know, for a long time, I was so angry at that woman that fired me, but here's what I learned. And I want to share it with you, which is where we put our energy and focus that's who we're giving our power to and It is really important that in difficult times, you give your power to yourself, not to someone else. So I challenged my friend. I said, I get it. For right now, let's put a pin in this lady. She's a jerk. She's a loser. We don't like her, but let's push her to the side, put a pin in her. She can go hang out on the side for a while till we take care of you first. Let's give our focus, our energy, our effort, and our power to you, to you to take action, to you to go out and network, to you to make big moves. You need all the power that you can get right now because we got to figure out what your future is going to look like and step into that uncertainty and see it as opportunity. So I hope that you can do that same thing. Never give your power to a villain. Instead, fire that villain, move him to the side, and take your power, your energy with you. Okay, I hope that helps. If you have not left a review, please subscribe, leave a review, and please share the show on social media. We so need it. Remember that tax season is here and it's a real freaking headache. So I totally need your support. If You could please share the show. It would mean the world to me. Leave me a review. That would mean the world to me. And keep creating your confidence because that means the world to me too. Until next week, you keep creating your confidence and I'll be doing the same. control.